You're now locked into another episode of Arrows to the Heart. The podcast that will either fix your relationship or end it. Please welcome the man behind it, your host, Arrows Miranda. We are back. Welcome to season two of Arrows to the Heart. It's been way too long, but I hope you've been keeping up with my videos on TikTok, on Instagram. However, I've really missed being back behind the mic and I am so excited to be back. You guys have no idea. This season, we're going to cover a lot of exciting topics. It's going to be very fun. But today, by popular demand, we're going to start off, we're going to kick season two off, I should say, by talking about relationship anxiety. We're going to discuss what it is, how to recognize it, and what truly matters, how to work on it. It's going to be very brief, very straight to the point, because we're going to pick up right where we left off in season one. And if you remember, we don't like to waste any time here. So let's get it going. I'm excited. Let's do this. Let's talk about relationship anxiety. Okay, so right now, maybe you're wondering, how do I know if I'm dealing with relationship anxiety? How do I recognize it? And I'm going to put it in a way that might seem very relatable. I don't want to say simple, but in a way that you might be able to understand it a little bit better. Okay, so here are some signs that you might be dealing with relationship anxiety. The first one is that everything is going great in your relationship. That's not a problem, but you're still convinced that your partner will leave you at any moment. You're very on edge. The second sign is that you start feeling extremely anxious when they're not around or close by. That's because you start imagining all the worst case scenarios, such as all the ways they could be cheating on you. Okay. The third one is that you doubt whether your partner whether your partner actually cares about you or whether you're even compatible with them because you keep thinking that they will find someone better that they can be with you that you don't deserve them the next sign is that you avoid speaking up or bringing up any of those issues or serious conversations because you feel that if you speak up about how you're feeling you'll end up self-sabotaging the relationship So what ends up happening, and this is another sign, is that you end up pretending that everything is fine and that you're not worried. You hold it in because you're afraid that they might leave. Inside, though, that anxiety is getting the best of you. It keeps getting the best of you. I want to point out a distinction here because it's perfectly normal to have times of worry or doubt in your relationship. That's normal. But if right now, You look back and you see that you're spending more time feeling insecure, that you're spending more time worrying rather than being happy or fulfilled. Then that's a clear sign of relationship anxiety, especially if it's severe enough or if it lasts long enough that it stops the growth in the relationship, that you feel like you're at a standstill Because you don't know how to get over it, because you keep worrying, because you keep imagining all the worst case scenarios, because you feel like you're not enough, because you're convinced your partner will leave you. Okay, so that's the difference there. And I guess my question is, did that describe you in any way? If it did, honestly, don't worry. One, you're not alone. 
Relationship anxiety affects many people. It affects many couples. It affects many relationships. So don't worry. Your attachment style, past traumas, bad relationships, it can all lead to relationship anxiety. So you're not alone and you're not crazy. It's okay. Number two, there's ways to work on it. And number three, I'm about to tell you what those ways are. Okay, so listen carefully. I'm going to cover the tips on how to overcome relationship anxiety. Like I said before, I want this season to be brief, straight to the point, so you can really take it all in and apply it to your relationship immediately. So let's cover tip number one. When you're dealing with a relationship anxiety, if what if the signs I told you before, if they apply to you, if they describe you, the first thing I want you to do is to get ahead of it by having an honest conversation with your partner. Remember, it's not easy for others to understand how we feel if we don't open up about it. I know it can be hard to open up, but sharing your doubts and working through those challenges together will alleviate that anxiety and it's going to allow the relationship to grow. The fear you might have is that talking about it will push them away, but if they're the right person for you, they'll gladly be there for you and they'll try their best to reassure you not only through words, but through their actions as well. A lot of time we think, okay, they're my husband, they're my wife, they're my boyfriend, they're my girlfriend, whatever it may be. But when you're in a relationship with someone, they're also your partner. So if you're going through something, if you have relationship anxiety, why not lean on your partner to help you get through it? That's what a relationship is. If you want growth, you need to learn how to overcome those challenges together. But okay, that was tip number one. Get ahead of it by having an honest conversation with your partner. Tip number two. Use I statements when having those conversations. Like I told you before, you might be scared of pushing your partner away. So that's why you don't open up. So here's my tip. When you do decide to open up and have those conversations, use I statements. For example, instead of saying, you're being distant lately, you're being so distant lately, try saying, I feel like there's been some distance between us lately and it makes me feel like you're withdrawing because your feelings have changed. Using I statements is important because it it allows your partner to understand what you're going through without them feeling attacked, without them feeling like you're blaming them. So that fear of pushing them away, using I statements will help you overcome that. Using I statements will also help them understand that this is something you're dealing with, but it's not necessarily a result of their actions. So, okay, tip number one was Get ahead of it by having an honest conversation. Tip number two, when having that conversation, make sure you use I statements. Make it about what you're feeling, not about what they're doing. Okay, so that was tip number two. Tip number three, maintain your identity. I want you to remember this. Your partner fell in love with you because of who you are. So we have to stop feeling like we need to push aside all those things that make us special in order to keep our partner satisfied. That's how you lose yourself in the relationship and that's when you start becoming anxious. You start losing sight of who you really are. Your partner fell in love with you, all of you, every piece of you. You're that person that they fell in love with. Don't feel like you need to hide that. Don't feel like you need to change that. And hey, if your partner 
starts only falling in love with the best parts of you. They don't want to deal with the worst parts of you, with the parts that need a little bit of help, a little bit of encouragement, then they might not be the right person for you. Regardless, maintain your identity. That's tip number three. Don't lose sight of who you are. Tip number four, pause before you act relationship anxiety will make you want to sabotage your relationship. It will make you want to push your partner away because you see it as a way of protecting yourself before they hurt you, before they leave you. So what ends up happening is that you end the relationship before it even becomes serious. You need to stop doing that and instead you need to pause Take a few deep breaths and reflect on the best way to approach the situation. Is the best way to push them away? Will you feel less anxious if you end up losing them? Most likely the answer is no. So pause, reflect, and change the approach. Express your worries instead of acting on them by self-sabotaging your relationship. So that's tip number four. Pause before you act. Every time you feel like, hey, I have to push them away right now. They're going to end up hurting me. Take a few deep breaths and say, hey, losing them isn't going to make me feel better. Let me express what I'm going through and let me try to fix it instead of just ending this before it gets serious. At the end of the day, you deserve that love. You deserve to be able to take that leap of faith. So don't push them away. Pause before you act. Number five. And I do think this is an important tip that oftentimes gets overlooked. But express gratitude when your partner is there for you. Express gratitude when they reassure you. Gratitude can improve the positivity in your relationship. It increases your emotional connection. And the best way to fix that anxious attachment that you may be feeling is to strengthen the bond and the trust between you and your partner. You don't want it to become a relationship where you're always asking for reassurance and giving nothing in return. Look, it's okay to need reassurance. It's okay to ask for it. But let your partner know how much you appreciate their support and understanding. And here's another thing. Be there for them as well. They might be acting strong for you, but deep down... They may be going through similar issues and perhaps they're not bringing them up because they want you to be okay. They don't want you to feel like you have to not only deal with what you're going through, but also deal with what they're going through. So be there for them. Talk to them. You never know. So make sure you express gratitude and that you're there for them as well. So tip number five was express gratitude when your partner reassures you and be there for them as well. And tip number six, this is the last tip, and I think it's one that depends on each individual person, but always try to find ways to alleviate that anxiety in general. I'm going to start off by saying that your feelings are valid. It's okay and it's normal to feel anxious. You're not alone. You're not crazy. But also recognize that even though your feelings are valid, they're not always facts. It can be very easy to focus on all the negative conclusions, to have that mindset, but practice giving your relationship the benefit of the doubt and seeing what happens. Give yourself a chance. Like I was saying before, you deserve a healthy relationship, so it's okay to take that leap of faith sometimes. Look, 
I'm not saying ignore all the red flags. I'm not saying, hey, if someone's mistreating you, don't be like, okay, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. Don't do that. I'm not saying ignore the red flags. That's very different. But if things are going well, remind yourself that you're worthy of that love, that you're worthy of that positive energy, and that you're worthy of that happiness. No matter what you've, you've gone through in the past, you're still worth so much. So give yourself that little reminder if needed. Okay, so those were my six tips and I'll actually throw in a bonus one. And this bonus one kind of ties into tip six. But practice, like play around and practice different self-soothing techniques that can actually help you come down that anxiety, right? Um, something like yoga, meditation, exercise, or even journaling. I feel like if you're feeling anxious, you open up a journal, a piece of paper, your iPhone notes, whatever it may be, you open it up and you write it down. I feel like you can see later on that, hey, those were the worst case scenarios. They didn't actually happen. I'm okay. So maybe journaling, exercising, yoga, those are all things that I like, even though I have tried yoga and it's not the easiest thing, but, but it's definitely something you can try. It does help. So those those self-soothing techniques can go a long way. So find out what works for you and use it as an alternative and solution when you start feeling anxious. Like I said before, I personally like taking deep breaths, working out, journaling, etc. All those little things, find out what works for you. So in conclusion, I want you to remember that you are not alone. While anxiety isn't something that we want or that's easy to handle, it's really not. There are people and partners who understand or who want to help, open up, let them in, and work on identifying those triggers and finding those coping mechanisms together. We often think that being with someone being means being lovers, or husband and wife, like I said before, or boyfriend and girlfriend, or friends, or anything at all. Let's not forget that it also means being partners. Lean on each other, support each other, grow together relationships have ups and downs. That's normal, but it should always make you feel safe. So you're not alone. Lean on your partner. And hey, like I always say, if you need the extra support, I'm here for you as well. Don't hesitate to ever reach out. You know what my Instagram is. You know what my TikTok is. I have my email attached to both of them. So reach out. I'll be happy to be here for you. I'll be happy to be your friend. I appreciate every single one of you more than you know. So I want you to know that I love you and I'm happy to be here again. And yeah, this has been the first episode of season two of Arrows to the Heart. I'm so excited and I can't wait for episode two of season two. I love you guys. Take care and stay blessed. I love you. Thank you for listening. Show some love, leave a review, and subscribe for future episodes. This was Arrows to the Heart.